0: You are listening to the Find the Right Man podcast with Paulina Solda, episode number 42, Men are from Mars, Women are from Venus, with my guest expert, Dr. John Gray. Welcome to the Find the Right Man podcast. If you want to find the right man for you in just a few simple steps, keep listening. And now here's your host, dating coach and NEO style expert, Paulina Solda. Hello and welcome to this very special episode with uh, multiple times returning guests to my virtual events. Welcome, Dr. John Gray.
1: Well, I'm really happy to be with you again. It's a delight.
0: Oh, and it's so wonderful to have you. And I know so many women are super excited to hear directly from you. I think everyone in the world has read your books, Men from Mars, Women from Venus, and That is exactly what we're going to to be talking about today. And uh, the topic of our show is find the right man. So my question to you right away, how do you find the right man, knowing that we come from completely like two different planets?
1: Some people luck out and they find the right person. And some of us don't. And it's because we're looking in the wrong direction. And we have Geiger counter inside, you know, is this the right person for me? Is this not the right person for me? And some people can clearly see the red flags and go the other direction. Some people uh, just go the wrong direction. And you know that, and I'll put it out simply, patterns. If your pattern is you date your woman and you date men, and they always turn out to be the wrong guys, you have to look at what part of you said that's the right guy when he's the wrong guy. So it's self-correction. Quite often, and this is the insight, if you're... Excited by a guy, he's usually the wrong guy. And this is counterproductive, counterintuitive for women. Uh, being excited to meet a guy means that you're not really seeing who he is. Ideally, a woman is excited by a guy after he has come, had conversations with him, after he gets to know her, she feels safe, uh, she feels uh, heard, she feels he wants her More than she wants him. He has to convince you. And if he doesn't convince you, then right away you're fantasizing him to be better than he is. You're fantasizing, you don't know you're fantasizing it, but you are. If that's been your pattern of picking the wrong guy, you you think, oh, he's the right guy. If you're excited, that excited in the beginning. Now, a real telltale sign is if you become sexually aroused in the presence of a man that does doesn't earn his way in think of a woman as a gatekeeper for thousands of years you sit back with suspicion and doubt is this the right guy for me and men run around trying to prove themselves to the woman and you know if we go back far enough it wasn't so much him proving but it was parents getting together saying he's a good pick it wasn't it wasn't that you were excited to be with him at all. And ironically, arranged marriages have turned out much better than our marriages today. However, however, we're different creatures. We've evolved. And women today, they want that excitement. They want that passion. Everybody does uh, until you get burnt out. <laughs> you know, I'm done with the whole thing. But that passion is possible if you're with the right guy and you have the right relationship skills. But if you're the wrong guy, you're going to feel the passion and excitement soon that that's what it is and so think of it real simply and i outlined this in that book over here called mars venus on a date uh four levels of attraction one is uh well three levels particularly in the beginning but it could be four one is a mental attraction now what does that mean i'm curious about him i'm interested in him he has good character always he's he's interested in me am i do i think he might be a good fit i don't know It's an I don't know. It's a mental place of maybe, maybe not. I'm not sure. It's very important if it's like, oh no, he's the one. I know he's the one. Oh my god, I'm so excited. That excitement is not coming from your mind. It's coming from your genitals. (laughs) It's or it could come from your mind. It's part of you know we're always connected to our mind, but primarily what you want is you're checking it out. Okay, you're not overexcited. You're not going to give more of yourself then he's going to give to you. He has to earn his way in. Second, he has to do things for you, provide things for you, even the little symbols of his love. You know, he calls you, he texts you, he takes you on a date, he's truthful to you, he pays for things. All these dynamics, while they, some people go, oh, so old-fashioned. No, this is all helping you know who is the right person for me. Then once he's got your mind and your heart, then the energy goes down to the below the waist to the sex area then you start to feel something they're like oh my god this could be something so in a sense you're open to being friends and you have a friendly relationship but you don't put him in the friend zone because that can kill the whole thing you could be actually with the perfect person who's very easy to go in the friend zone because he's a good guy and always a requirement he has a job okay you don't even have to fantasize a man to have a good relationship with. If he doesn't have a job that makes him happy, he may, you know, he may not like his job, but he makes money at the job. So he's happy with that. A man can't, if he looks to you, This is another red flag. If he's looking to you to be happy, he's the wrong guy. Maybe in 10 years, he's the right guy. I don't know about that. But in that moment is a check checklist. Is he depending on me, I'm being the woman here, to make him happy? It should be you test him out and depend on him to go from happy to happier. Your job is not to make him happy. You test him out. Because see what happens when a guy depends on you for happiness? He becomes needy. He becomes demanding. He becomes irritable. The success of my relationship is I have a job. I like my job, I produce results, and that makes me happy. Uh, one of the great philosophers said that the source of ha- ha- happiness is through action. That is virtuous. So when my actions are virtuous and that I'm of service to other people, I have a mission and a purpose in life. That makes me happy. Now I am ready to be in a successful relationship. Otherwise, I'm not. Now, right. a woman doesn't have to have that happiness from her work. Okay, what you have to have is your happiness through your relationships, not depending on men. Works one relationship for sure. And people you relate to at work and so forth. But you have to feel I have a life and it makes me happy. His job is to do things for me, be a companion to me, provide things for me, be my support, my backup. That's like a a good friend would do that. But you're not sleeping with a good friend. Now you won't. You'll lose the ability to go from mind to heart, all the way down to the the sex area. That will turn off. You won't ever get turned on if you don't allow him to do things for you. You got to let him do things for you, and you don't do things for him. See, reciprocity is part of female nature. Uh, You give to me, I'll give to you. Yeah, give, give feels so good if it's reciprocal. Say you know every unhappy woman that comes in my if she's unhappy and you know that's when they'll pay for my services because that'll be motivated that's be some problem okay almost everyone the major issue they have with men is I give and I give and I don't give back well that's what you have to understand is when you give and give and you're not getting back it's a mistake to give so much and the beginning it feels it feels really good to give. And the reality is, for women, biologically, if you receive, you're on your female side. Okay, That's receptivity. Oh, he he paid for my bill. Oh, he opened the car door. Oh, he thought of me. He bought me a little present. Oh, I was having a bad mood. He listened to me. I could talk freely. I didn't have to edit myself so much. Okay, so that's femininity. Now, masculinity is, ironically, people don't see this distinction, but when a man is listening with empathy, when he's listening to you, that's masculine. When you're listening to someone, you're masculine, you're producing masculine hormones. Now, if you're a woman and you're listening to a man on the date, being a good listener, all women want to be a good listener and ask, women are the best interviewers. They'll just (laughs) ask questions and ask questions, get the conversation going. Because they know they will feel really good if somebody asks her questions. And men are not a terrible interviewers. We, we typically don't ask questions. We don't realize you're supposed to ask questions. And here I am, an expert at all this. But still, I'm a man. And my wife has to correct me sometimes. And not so much now. But we go to parties. And because I'm famous and people ask me questions, I talk. If you ask men questions, they'll just talk, talk, talk. I, and I... Uh, and I'm very, very funny if I've had a beer. Okay, so it, I'm a show, basically, wherever I go. Then I, we leave the party. This is a long time ago now. And she says, so, you had a good time? I said, yes. I said, "She's now John, the purpose of parties and getting together with people is getting to know them. What do we now know about anybody there? They all know about you. <laughs> what do you know about them? And so men just don't think to, to penetrate in when it comes to conversation. But that's when you're listening to someone, asking them questions, drawing them out. That actually is a very masculine thing to do. Why are women so good at it? Because they know in their mind, if, if I give him what I want, he'll give me what I want. It's a reciprocal. It's reciprocal. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give him what I want most. I'm giving my rapt attention. I'm going to ask him mm-hmm. questions. I'm going to be really interested in what he has to say thinking that he's a girl, not really thinking, but assuming this unconscious assumption that this being over here is like me. And so he's going to, he's going to answer some of my questions. And then he, because I'm so interested in him, he's going to pay the debt, you know, or be reciprocal. Or oh, I'm so interested in you now, but men don't do that. And he could be the perfect guy and he's still not going to do that. But by asking him so many questions, and not creating a space for him to get to know you he could lose interest in you Mm -hmm. just that can make him lose interest in you
0: yeah
1: he only will become interested in you if you open up and share with him what you think now
0: yes it's also it's also so interesting when women will not create that space and they just wait and wait and uh, give more of the attention and asking more questions and it actually backfires because then they leave a date resentful. Frustrated. Well, he doesn't care. He doesn't want to learn anything about me. I've heard so many complaints. Yes, him.
1: yes. And, and they think men are so narcissistic. They just think about themselves. <laughs> <laughs> but by the way, they another do. red flag. When you think a man is narcissistic and you are attracted to him, mm-hmm. just in the beginning till you're turned off to him. But when you're attracted to him, it means that you are codependent. Just to know, those are two dynamics. Codependence means that, and not, you know, everything is shades of gray. You know, it it could be full blown neurotic codependence, or it could just be a tendency. (laughs) And women do have that tendency when they don't understand men. And it's a nice thing because women more so for codependence because you have the potential, the hormonal potential to make a baby. And with a baby, you have to be codependent. In a sense, your whole. Codepend- there's that attachment, yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Codependence means I make your needs more important than mine. Okay, so you want to sleep. You're going to stay up at night. You're going to feed your baby. You're going to put them on a schedule. You know, there's, there's a dynamic where you happily sacrifice for your children. And the reason you can happily sacrifice for them is because it's reciprocal. Because that child is giving you so much unconditional love.
0: Love. Yeah,
1: unconditional love. You know, I've got a little my my daughter just had a baby this year, and she's now seven months. Mm-hmm. Just everybody lights up. You know, it's like they become <laughs> light when they see this little baby. You know, just so much love from babies uh-huh. okay that comes at you. You just feel so much joy. So yeah. when you we see so, this not babies, <laughs> when you when you're receiving so much, you feel such yeah. joy. Then when you give. It's very productive, okay. Mm-hmm. It's real reciprocity. So mm-hmm. there's there's unhealthy reciprocity and healthy reciprocity.
0: I I love that you talked about how you don't just want to rely on that initial excitement, that chemistry, and uh, because that's not in the long term what really defines. Like, I will write for each other, and I use a personality typing system. Uh, based on compatibility, so that you choose the right person for you. And so you talked about all of this, the mental criteria, the emotional, so very different um, personality types criteria, that some people are going to be complementary to you. uh, Some people will be too different and not complementary. And then you know that, so you can use this scientific, psychology-backed approach. uh, You ensure that you break that pattern of dating the same wrong types of people for you.
1: Yes. And 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 right now I'm looking at just how to interpret this attraction that I'm feeling towards this person. It could be the man who is more interested in you and you don't have hardly any interest for him at all, but he pursues could eventually be the right guy for you. You just don't know. We should start relationships out in a place that I don't know. Because you can't know. If you follow your Physiological feelings, uh often if you have a history of being with the wrong guy. Remember, this is if you have a history of being with the wrong guy, then you can't you can't really trust those feelings, which Mm -hmm. were generally attraction right away. That attraction right away uh can just simply be a codependent side of you, which is wanting to please somebody, as opposed to allowing them to please you. And for a man, could be the right guy, but he can't make a commitment to you. And he doesn't make a commitment to you because you put him in the friend zone. And either he doesn't make the commitment or you can't feel anything for him on a passion level because you put him in the friend zone. So let's take that as our second major thing to talk about. The first was women ideally can feel compatible in the brain then the heart he does things for you and let him win you over and be a little surprised that suddenly you got turned on it could be finally kisses you a kiss on the lips by the way can also help because it's a, a computer inside of us goes the gene there's a gene match up here there's enough difference for there to be attraction uh which is why you see so many mixed races now jumping into bed because it's very easy <laughs> because you have such a different genetic pool. So the, the the body, you, you, your children will be better if you have more genes from a different pool than you're adding to it. If you have, with your own family, you end up with somewhat retarded people with problems because you didn't get a new gene pool. So that's the KISS. That's all known in the KISS, by the way. So you don't want to rush it. You want to have some other things going on. But that KISS is important, uh, which is why you don't want to even go beyond the KISS, ideally. It's a KISS- Say, oh, that was nice, and let it be. Let your body adjust to that, mull it over, reflect on it, compute it, and then see what comes up inside of you. Because I've heard women say a lot, which I wasn't interested in this guy, but he pursued me. He kissed me goodnight. Two days later, I went, wow, that was a nice kiss. Okay, so you have to not be in a hurry to know exactly if this is right or this is wrong, but there are red flags. One is, again, we number step one one. If you find you have a pattern – and you're turned on right away. Are you really excited right away? Probably the wrong guy. Now, the flip side of that pattern is that if you have that pattern of being turned on by fantasy. Now, let me give me an example. Imagine I came to you and I'm a con man. And I said, you know, uh, because you came to my class, I'm going to give you all a million dollars and I'll write you that check, pass it out. Everybody be so excited, like Oprah. Are you, here's a car for you, or a car for you. Or a- See, that's all fantasy. And then you go and you find out the car's broken or the check bounces. Bummer. But you're all excited. And the reason we get
0: really excited is because it's not real. Okay. It's just not reality. It's, it's an illusion. I call it an illusion of a relationship and a woman. Uh, and what's interesting, by the way, how do you know that? And uh, what I teach my clients is that if you start talking as if you have a relationship with this person, when you don't, you know, it's an illusion of a relationship. Yeah, yeah, and and just the thrill. Now, if you have that tendency,
1: and a lot of women do, then the right guy will have the opposite effect. Mm-hmm. So the right guy will be less than a thrill, kind of boring.
0: Oh, he's boring, or he's so different from everyone I ever met. I'm not attracted to him, it's what they say. That's right, that's right. You can't trust your
1: attractions in the beginning. What you need to look at men... Uh, from the perspective of I'm gonna use men, and men like to be used. We're we're tools basically. As long as we get paid, as long as we, we're men you know, are tools. Remember, men are tools. Men are tools. You might not say that to them directly, uh out of in a certain context. They may not understand it the way I do, but I say it in my lectures all the time. We're all laughing about it, you know. So even, all a man has to do is pick up an electric drill and he's excited, you know. But Uh, We, throughout history, we have done, look at historically what men are about. We do jobs and happy to do jobs that are disgusting, that are difficult, that are dangerous, because they did something of meaning for a woman. Absolutely. I think everything that men do is for us women. That's my point. Everything we do. And, of course, a woman, well, then why didn't he do this and this and this and this? Because he doesn't get paid. See, it's the payment is not money. It's there's no reaction of appreciation. Mm. See, all those guys, you know, I go to the guys that doing the jackhammer. Well, he's doing that because it's so difficult and and uncomfortable that somebody's going to pay him more money, and then he's going to have more money to bring to a woman because he's doing. He he would love to be doing what I do. He can't. Okay, so I'll do the dirty, dangerous, and difficult, and I won't complain about it. It's another thing. Mm Hmm when you're on dates, and if a guy starts to complain, don't sympathize, don't encourage it. That's making him into the friend zone. Now, it's hard to do with some guys, and it doesn't mean they're not good uh, quality. It doesn't mean that there's not potential there. You have to realize that right now we're dealing with a massive crisis of low testosterone in men and low estrogen in women. Why I bring that out is because uh you know if you're a woman today you know all about the hormone testing and the giving women hormones do, do you do them do you take them do you not for some women it works for some women it doesn't but why are we having hormone problems for women and what those hormone problem problems are is that when you're in a stress state you can measure any woman's hormones any woman if she's in a stress state her estrogen levels are low and when you're in a stress state your estrogen levels will go low Okay, so it goes back and forth, cause and effect. You know, just uh, we know that when women get, have a, uh, a drop in estrogen, uh, a dramatic drop in estrogen, for example, at menopause, you know, they're thinking about divorce, they're angry, they're upset, they, they're irritable. This is very, very common. Not sleeping problems, all kind of physical problems, and what's the main causative factor there? Low estrogen. But not all women go through menopause that way. No, they. They don't have all of that going on because when the ovaries stop making estrogen as much, they still make a little, but when the ovaries stop, yeah, ovaries stop making uh, estrogen, the adrenal gland can make more. See, you have a backup system, that's your adrenal gland. But if you've been stressed in the past, your adrenal gland is not going to be so good at it. Also, when your estrogen levels are low, psychologically, Pretty much the major stimulus from the environment, from relationships, from your mind, what's stimulating estrogen to go up, what stimulates your estrogen to go down. What is that? Do I feel safe that I can depend on someone? Do I have backup? Do I have enough time? Do I have enough money? Do I have enough safety? Do I have enough love?
0: That's it. In but- but it all comes down to having a relationship, that fulfilling relationship, that safe, stable, committed relationship that like it makes everything better, which is the reason why we do this work, of course. So, yeah, so. it's
1: the reason we do this work. And you know, somebody asked me the other day, is it still a noble ideal to get married, have children, have a family? And I said it's disappearing, but it is the noblest of all goals. Not that everybody has to do it, but marriage. You know, my wife, Bonnie, of 32 years, passed on five years ago. And it was devastating for me, And uh, but I won't go into all that. Now I'm very happily married. Okay, I hit right with the statistics. Statistics are <clears throat> when men go through a divorce or a death, three years later, they're married, if not two. Women don't, okay, statistically.
0: Interesting. Why, uh, why is that?
1: The reason men get together with somebody is we desperately need love. Now, when women in the marriage, whether it be death or uh, a divorce, they desperately need love, but they can find it through a garden, through mm-hmm. friends, through a cause, through a pet, mm-hmm.
0: uh, through God. Uh, they can find it in sources, but it's a—it's more like a. Replacement, it's not
1: well it's not it's not another part another need that we have. I believe that we have different basic needs. Mm-hmm. And uh love of course is one one of those needs. But for example, I said don't spend much time on a guy who can't be happy through his work. See, so doing things for others, doing things that have meaning or that I believe has meaning, either one will make me happy. But a woman can make me happier. Now, we men need women, and uh for, for ecstasy. And, but part, but before you get to ecstasy, you have love, and the love becomes out of this world. You know that's when you're making love. You see, it's well, you don't make love with an animal. You don't make love with your children. You don't make love with your coworkers. See, it wouldn't be making love. So there's this very special thing that you, you, it's highly rated. I'm all for it. I teach people how to do it. And I think everybody watching this show because of who you are, uh, wants that, and you can have that, but you have to realize how to create that. We have to learn to make it. What is the woman's role in making it? What is the man's role is making it. And as you told me today, we're going to focus on finding the right guy to make it. Then you should find once you got the right guy, how to keep him the right guy.
0: <laughs> exactly. so that, oh, but, for next, but for now, like
1: find but the- right now, finding the right guy. So <laughs> Here it is. So already we covered that you you, you have the your tra- you can't trust your little attraction feelings if they've been wrong again and again. That's also a reason women don't get involved again, because they feel so certain that he's the right guy. And so when it turns out to be the wrong guy, they feel, I can't trust myself.
0: Exactly. They don't trust themselves, or they don't trust men anymore, and... uh
1: and not I mean, trusting men is because you can't trust yourself. Okay. So is it because uh, there's a lot of great men out there. But if you only keep seeing not great men, you have to look at why am I not seeing the great men are attracted to the right men. And I help many women around the menopausal time. Okay. They, they're single. They're going through a divorce. They, they date men. They have good jobs, reasonably happy, nice qualities, but they just don't have that attraction. They don't have the juice. the juice is uh hormones the truth yeah. is estrogen women to be happy need 10 times more estrogen than men in general that means you got to have a lot of relationships things that stimulate estrogen other than a man then a man because of the gender difference can take your estrogen and double it if he knows his skills or if you have the skills to bring it out Okay, so and we'll we, we'll talk about some of those skills in the dating process, so that you can actually fall in love with the guy who maybe in the beginning didn't do much for you, but he was very persistent, and thought you're wonderful, wants to make you happy, and he can make you happy in various degrees. But you're not going to feel any passion right away. So, a general overview thought: I'm dating now. I'm listening to John Gray, and my theme is: I'm not looking for the right guy. What I'm looking for is positive fun dating experiences, not looking for the right guy, but looking to change my way of relating to men. So they
0: the process.
1: Yeah, it's a process. It's a process. And let's say you go through five guys, it was all a waste of time. No, it wasn't. If you're practicing how to open myself up to my feminine side, which already knows it already has the ability to know what the right guy is. It's hard for women to find the right guy because they're not connected to their female side. Okay, so this, that they're females and certainly some connection, but they're more on their masculine side. This is what happens when you're alone. Any woman alone, this is a huge challenge. The longer you're alone, the more independent you've learned to be. And the more independent you've learned to be, the less estrogen you will make. Estrogen is produced when you feel I can depend on someone. I depend on money. Oh, I have it. So my estrogen goes up. I depend on time. So I have plenty of time, estrogen goes up. I depend on friends. Oh, well, lots of friends, estrogen goes up. I can depend on this guy. And what can I depend on him for? Well, he, he certainly wants to do things for me. Let's give him a chance. But he doesn't understand women. No men do. Because I'm a different kind of woman than he was raised to interact with. Now, what does this mean? Historically, men didn't have to do any changing to have a happy marriage. What? Because a woman picked a man and says, I will, this is the man for me. And he doesn't have to change in any way because the requirements were very different. It wasn't to be compassionately excited by him, whatever. The requirement was, I need a man who has a job, makes more money and than
0: me. Who takes care of a family. And now it's completely different. Uh... Right, let me give you
1: another example. Uh, one of my, I uh, just counseling the woman just before here and uh, a few few hours ago. And she is, she has $10 million. She was really on her male side, ran companies, did all this stuff. And then she said, I want to get married. I want to be happy. I want to come to my female side. And all she has is, and this husband, he makes $800,000 a year. And she thinks he can do so much more. And she's always picking, picky, picky at him. He's not enough, not enough, not enough. She's not connected to her female side. Now, if I told her, she she understands this. We're working through it. It's getting much, much better every every time we talk. But the, I said to her, you know, if you didn't have ten million dollars, and you're like many women uh, who are your age, who maybe make fifty thousand dollars, and your husband made seven hundred thousand dollars, what would you be feeling? Such <laughs> a good question. You, he, she got a diamond. This amazing, this amazing guy. Now, why that is is because when she has ten million dollars she she doesn't feel the need for a man as a provider see it's, it's it, it, i was just talking to somebody today and yesterday they didn't understand that love only is felt when you have a need and that being that person is fulfilling that and ironically a different kind of love even i have i love ice cream i love graham crackers okay because a part of me has an addiction to that, but an addiction can be felt like a need as well. Okay, so <laughs> so I have to like no, nope, <laughs> so and I know some women even say you know I, when it comes to the sex thing, if you have sex, let, let me finish that other point though. Clear point: dating to practice your new relationship skills where you're not going to follow the exciting, but you're going to have somewhat. Flat or boring, but they're interested in giving to you. Because what's going to happen is you you disconnect with this addictive tendency of giving to get. Okay, this is women wanting to give themselves, do do things for a man, excitement for a man, maybe have sex with a man because she's so good at it and she has a beautiful body or she does whatever. But I'm going to do what he wants. I'm going to please him. Remember, that's the people pleaser, that's the codependent. I'm going to make his needs more important than my needs. I'm going to, you know, like an adolescent girl, uh, she gets a boyfriend, suddenly she didn't talk to any of her friends. Mm. She'll just give everything to that guy. I'm going to give more. It feels really good because in your mind, you think if a man gave me that much, I would give back even more, okay? So this is thought, I'm doing the right thing. Giving more than you're getting is the wrong thing to do. And not only does it make you unhappy, but it causes him to lose interest in you. He likes you, but he hasn't bonded with you. Men bond with you. They want to marry you. They want to do nice things for you. They want to please you when they're when they've already done something for you and it made a difference.
0: Yes, the more men invest in you, the more they value. You, just like with anything else, they do.
1: Yeah, yeah. The more it's put it when he says it in the words uh, or in his actions. And you the key to it, he acts, and then there's a response, a delight, a happiness, positive feeling. That's what we're just hungry for that. That's how a man has meaning and purpose in his life. At one level, my meaning and purpose comes from being able to make money, to accomplish myself, develop my potential. But at a certain point, that stops. Now I have to use that potential, and I share it in a personal way if I want personal fulfillment. And that's this higher level of testosterone because i've no you know, i teach relationships i'm invested in relationships i love what i teach at 70 years 72 now 72 years old my testosterone levels are 50 percent higher than when i was a young man i have more sex energy than i had when i was a young man uh i have more love energy for sure than i i didn't even know what love was basically it was uh Nothing like I know now.
0: But I love it. Inspiration, especially for older women, that your age it actually can get better. Yes, <laughs> and, and and that's a man.
1: But I have student students who are, uh, who are women in their late seventies who are having great sex twice a week. Love it, great sex yes. twice. A week. twice and one of the oppositions to that great sex, and also the opposition to being attractive to the right man, is your estrogen levels have to go higher in in harmony with your testosterone levels. Okay, so there's, let let me explain it psychologically and biologically. Okay, so biologically, we know when women are in perimenopause, menopause or after menopause, their estrogen levels are lower. Okay, so you have a challenge here. A lot of people want to go take hormones and whatever, but you're still not making hormones. It's the making of the hormones that will attract a man. Because you only make hormones when you psychologically feel, I have what I need. And this man looks like he has what I need. Okay. So there's a a estrogen rush that happens, which is why you can have, if you, in a fantasy, you know, that, that when you fall in love, when you're in love with a man who hasn't done anything for you, you will have a surge of estrogen. Okay. And so you will feel really, really good. It's just that reality dawns and he didn't earn it. He's not the right guy. You'll have problems.
0: It's inevitable. And that man also didn't choose you because he didn't invest anything in you. And so my my one principle, again, for everyone to know is that you don't don't choose men who don't choose you. That's right. That's right. He has to
1: and and he, his attraction to you will be sexual, whether we want to admit it or not. And, and there's just a place of, oh, I could have sex with her. A man goes into a room. A young guy goes in, I can have sex with any girl if they want to do it. Okay. So that is immaturity. Okay. But as you mature, you already you know you look in a group of men men will look around if they're not in a relationship, particularly. So they're not being satisfied sexually. They're not getting the love they need to feel at that time. They'll look around, I can do her, I can do her, nobody else. And Hollywood knows that as well. They only put women who every man is gonna go, yeah, I could do her. A lot of that is hypnosis, by the way. It's not all biological. That's the weird thing. You know, as a younger man, I had women who had bodies of like uh, 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 models, model body. Mm-hmm. Sure, you go, oh, okay. And then I got in bed and there was hardly anything. Interesting. Because the reality sets in. The reality is hormones and energetics and so forth. And, you know, for me, it would be... All all it took is for the woman to say something, and I would be immediately turned off. Okay, just like a man can say something, a woman will get turned off. Uh, The words mean so much because they communicate who the person is. And is it not that the person's bad? Not that they're unlovable. They're not. You don't resonate. You're not aligned. They're not aligned. You know, there's 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 a mysterious alignment of who's the right person for me and and who's the right and i have to say that sometimes you have a really good relationship with somebody but they weren't the life partner might call that a soulmate i was married before bonnie ironically for me i wanted to marry bonnie first she's the right woman for me but she wouldn't marry me i had to grow up then i married somebody else who was easy who was pursuing me who gave me a house was my personal assistant edited my books you know she you know she's just how can I say no to that? You know, it, it, we had arguments. She it was
0: convenient, but don't want you don't want to be convenient. That's not love. It wasn't convenient,
1: right? I, she was convenient for me. I liked it. It was good. I married her, but it, the passion went away very quickly. They okay, said, so "Where, where did it go?" And I'm like, "Hey, this beautiful woman, ready to have sex with me, naked? You know, why am I not attracted to her? She wasn't the right person. Uh It wasn't." The polarity wasn't there. That's why I learned polarity is so, so important. Uh, anyway, so. Uh,
0: I love it because this is, this is the essence of, I mentioned the personality typing. It's all about duality. It's being different yet complementary to each other, which is that polarity. You're different yet complementary. It works together in this, like you said, mystical way that alignment happens.
1: Yes, yeah. There, there's this: is genetic polarity, emotional polarity, gender polarity is what creates passion. So, mm-hmm. what what we know now is how, and this will be helpful for people for women. They're looking for the right person. You have to be the right person as well. And the right person, if you're a woman, is more in touch with her feminine. That's a dominant force in her life compared to the masculine side. The masculine side is independent, can do woman. I can do it myself. I kind of don't need anybody. Okay, so that's masculine. And then you have feminine. And masculine also is, you know, we talk about needs. Remember I mentioned uh, when a woman has a need and a man can fill that need, she will feel love for him and he will be enough. Okay, that has to be. Uh, and he will feel she's right for me because I can provide what she needs because that's what men need to be needed. Now, when a woman feels the part of her that needs to be needed, that is the part of her which is a mother. That's a wrong place to think of with men. If you feel I need to feel needed by him. No, Uh, although in a certain sense. uh, Yeah, in, in a certain sense, he does need you. But what he needs is to feel successful in fulfilling your needs. That's his greatest need. That's your whole monitor. If I if I want to score this guy uh, and and he's the right guy for me, well, assuming you're not too excited about jumping into bed, <laughs> because that means <laughs> you're definitely codependent at that point. I'm going to do whatever he wants and I'll capture him, okay, as opposed to creating the space for him to capture you. You're thinking about what I just said. What did you think?
0: Well, I actually thought how true it is and just explained, I wanted to give an example of... of the the movie, uh, The Wolf of Wall Street, how he has grown like as a man, how much money he made. He like literally upgraded his life partner because the woman who was there and supporting him and taking care of like that mother energy, no man wants to feel like a child. Also, children don't have sex, but every man wants to feel like a man. And it takes a real woman by his side who's going to match him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you need that. And, you know, I have moved on uh, now that I found a new wife. And, of course, for me, I know what is right for me. (laughs) It's the woman who needs me exactly as I am. Okay, so it's not. See, it's hard for women to understand this because it's just words. But needing a man is not needy. Needy is when you're needing something that your man can't provide or you're needing a man to change uh, before you can be happy. That's needy. So how do you get out of needy is to make sure that when your partner upsets you or doesn't give you what you want, that you're happy enough in your life so it doesn't matter that much. See, it's don't make a big deal out of something. When women, quote, make a big deal out of something, men lose interest. And one of the things when he just, men will always disappoint you in some way. And You know, we're not perfect people. Women are men. But if you want to make sure that a man continues to be attracted to you, uh, when you're bothered by something, you want to get him feedback to make a little change, whatever, it's not a big deal, but it'd really would be nice if you would call if you're gonna be late. Okay. It's not a big deal, but you forgot the other day you're gonna do this and you didn't. So just let me know. I appreciate that. Problem and solution, and it's not a big deal. As yeah. opposed to going to somebody with I've got a problem and then staring them in the eyes. You never called me and you look at them. <laughs> yeah. is, and Why did you, another one is you didn't call back. So that that is a big deal for men. When we have all been on dates, had sex with a woman, or many of us, okay, have had sex. And after sex, we lost interest. And that's why you don't have sex so soon. Because if a man only sees you as has a sexual experience with you, as opposed to a mental and emotional connection, but just a sexual experience. After the sexual experience, he ejaculates, he loses interest in sex. There's just nothing down south if he ejaculates. And so there's no attraction to you. And there there even is a little bit of repulsion. Uh, On a certain deep level, most men are not aware of it. But there's actually a shame. Uh, And and the shame is one of giving your energy to someone who doesn't even know you. Okay? Mm -hmm. It, it, there's a loss okay yeah,
0: there's that connection missing that that loss is already happening before you actually feel it so it's sort of like that delay uh, well, well, well for men arousal being interested is normal okay
1: that's the thing uh, definitely i should not pursue a woman who doesn't turn me on even with the thought of having sex with her okay first i have to have the thought of having sex with her. it should then arouse me to some extent then it's potential doesn't mean she's the right one but there's potential. Then I need to have the experience of fulfilling her emotionally. Then I need to have the experience of hearing her and not being turned off to her. Okay, there's an example from a funny movie where it's an old it's kind of like a role reversal moment moment where the woman is 65 and she just wants a young guy. So basically she's being on her male side and this is young guy. And, you know, he wants to have sex with her. She wants to have sex with him. (laughs) And so she says, yeah, let's let's go have sex he says, but let's talk first, he says. And then he starts to talk. He said, don't speak. Don't speak. Because as soon as he speaks, it turns her off. Just completely turns her off. Because now you know what you're having sex with, as opposed to just two bodies coming together. <laughs> bang, bang. So uh, communication is so important. It's a testing ground. So he has sex. Then he has this. Then he has that. and But the reality there is women, he can have that because Women historically and biologically have have this natural tendency to not be turned on to a man until he's proven he you're the gatekeeper his job is go knocking on the gates who can I get you know and th- that he's drawn to, but then he has to earn it then he has to have conversation with her, and still his geiger counter is still i'm turned on to her you know one of the most beautiful things in my marriage both partners uh is Sometimes they're talking about their feelings and I get an erection. Mm. And I remember one, uh, one woman came to me, a good friend, and she says, John, now I want to confide in you. She wasn't a client, just a friend. But my husband, sometimes when I'm feeling sad and crying, he gets an erection. Is there something wrong with that? I said, no. When a woman is being vulnerable, vulnerable, revealing to her husband what she doesn't reveal to anybody else, that's vulnerable. Okay, why doesn't she show everybody else? Because they might judge her, criticize her, laugh at her, use it against her. So when you have somebody that you can share what's inside of you that you don't share with anybody else, mm-hmm. that is vulnerable and that's feminine where you're feeling, what you're feeling there is the most feminine part of you is that feels dependent. I know women don't like to hear that, but see, when you when you need something, then you're dependent on that thing or person. I'm hungry, I depend on food. Well, what can I depend on them for? So when you reveal the under, on the hormonal level, what's going on? If you reveal something to your partner that you don't want to tell anybody else or show anybody else, that's called being naked, naked emotionally, what happens is you make a huge amount of estrogen if you feel safe enough to do that and he's there for you. If he's not there for you, then you'll shut down right away. Cause then you go, well I can't, I can't, I have to put on my clothes again. I have to. Have to protect me put my invisible wall up. Right? That's right, put the wall up. And you know, if a woman's been independent for quite a while, there's a wall there, and it's it's scary to go to the other side. And that leads us to when you're having sex with this guy because so we go there and we shouldn't go there. We're trying to find the right guy, okay? So if we just stick to that, but part of knowing the right guy now, you're dating this guy, right? And you need to know how good this partner is for you, and you also need To motivate him to commit to you, because he can be the right guy and not want to commit. You just have to know that we're all flawed and imperfect. Uh, Particularly if you find the right guy, in many cases, he's got other women who would say yes to him for sex. This is what's going on with all the dating apps and everything. 10% of the men are getting all the sex, 90% of them aren't. And 90% of the women are dating the 10%. And so he's not going to pick you because he's got so many others. And when you have so many to pick from, it's really hard to make up your mind on one. You know, if there's only three women in the town, it's easier to pick. <laughs> You've got uh, hundreds of women, uh, and you have the you know requirements because to a certain extent, a man says, I've got a job, I've got a house, I want to get married, uh, and and I really like you, you're beautiful, or whatever. Okay, I want to take you out on a lovely evening. Okay, so he gets he gets the woman, then she's codependent because. because uh, so many women today are so she's going to make his needs more important than hers and sometimes she doesn't even know her own needs mm-hmm. we we can't realize we're, we all don't know everything that's going on inside of us we need approval that's a big thing particularly women need male approval if they might be on the surface i don't need male approval whenever i'm independent i can do what i want boom now now you get lit on fire you're turned on to a guy you want to make him happy i need his approval and he wants to have sex and so, oh, I can get his approval by having sex. That produces a lot of estrogen because it makes you feel safe. So now you go, I want to have sex because you do. But really, if you felt safe and you weren't insecure and you weren't codependent, you wouldn't want sex with him. So this is, you know, some women say, oh, I like to sleep around. I'm, I'm a modern woman. I go, OK, keep sleeping around. But the more you do it, you're just a man. See,
0: men. Have and to- men don't want men who want women don't want. Women call like men. That's right. That's the
1: attraction is going to be to the
0: extent you're in touch
1: with your female side, a man, the right man for you, will be attracted to you. Now it can be that you you're not in touch with your female side, but you need to get in touch with your female side. And you pray to God, and what God brings you is a guy who will help you get in touch with your female side. And he's the guy that you're not that interested in. Because remember, the right guy for you, if you get excited by the wrong guy, is usually a bit boring. And then you make it you you keep him from being the right guy by not having relationship skills, because the the set point of our society right now is women are more on their male side than they should be, men are more on their female side than they should be. This is just the dynamic. It's unfortunate. It's happened. Uh, our culture has feminized men, and just the just the fact that women can make money feminizes men okay women in the past didn't make money so men had to they're proud i do the dirty dangerous difficult disgusting things (laughs) because she needs me remember that she needs me
0: and now she's self-sufficient and she has her own money she doesn't rely depend on the man for money and it shifts everything
1: and so having what you need feeling what you need and having support to get what you need is an estrogen producer and we have a crisis today of women's estrogen levels being out of balance with their male side, which is testosterone. So men need 10 times more testosterone just to feel good about themselves. And they need to do things that make them feel good about themselves in order to make that testosterone. So that's back and forth, right? When a man is attracted to a woman, she can be the wrong woman, the right woman, the fake woman, the fantasy woman, doesn't matter if he feels that attraction for a good reason or bad reason, his testosterone will shoot up. Okay. And that's porn. That's example of men with porn are, are women who turn him on, but he has no interest in having a relationship with her or he's turned on. And while he's turned on, he has an interest in relationship with her. But then after he ejaculates, he realizes I don't want a relationship with her. Okay. It's kind of like a drug. Uh, Arousal is a drug, drug for women. It's a drug for men. And Do we have to take that drug to feel passion? Well, a lot of people do. That's why they have all these crazy games today and vibrators and passion partners and group section, all this stuff. Do anything out of the ordinary uh, will give you a buzz of dopamine and dopamine will produce high testosterone. Dopamine will produce high estrogen. Uh, So anytime you do anything, and a sexual nature that you wouldn't want your parents to know about <laughs> your priest to know about uh it will mass it, it's danger in a sense okay it's also novel it's new and different that's another major dopamine producer so the dopamine it gets produced for a man that dopamine will produce testosterone for a woman that dopamine will produce estrogen high levels remember for romantic feelings men need to double their testosterone women need to double their estrogen and anything is novel, different, dangerous uh, of a sexual nature really hits the the mark of dopamine. As a matter of fact, porn produces more dopamine in a man than a woman could, a real woman. Just because it's we we digital digital is really it's, it's all fantasy. It's real and it's not real. It's a but it's it's does produce more dopamine. You see, kids are all addicted to their phones. Okay, we are addicted to our phones. Many people, I'm not, but many people are, and I can't even find my phone most of the time. (laughs) When you're connecting, you're not really connecting to anything, okay? So the brain, as a result, doesn't have another hormone being produced, estrogen and serotonin. It's dopamine that gets produced by digital stimulation. That raises testosterone, raises estrogen in women. So you get this free burst of excitement in the beginning, whether the person's right Or or even the the wrong person, of course, always gives the excitement. But the right person could still give the excitement, or that boring person doesn't give the excitement only because you have the tendency to get excited for the wrong person. You have to break that habit. And you break it by starting to date the guys that don't excite you but are very excited about you. And they do choose man who choose you. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly it. Choose the man who chooses you and let him earn his way in. And don't, you know, it's not don't have sex, but have, uh, have it when you really feel, uh, I really want it because I enjoy being with this person so much and we have a history together. Now, in the realm of getting to the place of sex, you're getting naked, right? Physical naked. Remember, women have to be naked mentally first, then naked emotionally, and then negative and naked physically. That's the formula, okay? Don't rush to naked here. Just How do you say no to a man without discouraging him? Because, you know, generally men are going to want to have sex and you're going to have a conversation and maybe you're kissing or making out and then he wants more. And so oh, you say to him, I like to go slow. And say, oh, no, don't you want it? And you say, oh, yes, I want it so much. That's key. I want, to eat. <laughs> I want
0: it. I want it. Admit you have a desire.
1: Yes. yes. You admit the desire. Yes. Yes, I want it. And I need to go slow. And, he, and he'll different men different situations but actually you want kind of a conversation to happen but why why don't why don't we don't you feel like I yes i feel like it all positive answers and i just need to go slow <laughs> that's it i just need to go slow oh it's going to be so good well when's it going to happen? i don't know i just want to get to know you better have you get to know me and i know it will be so much better then i can't wait always give a positive message but say no okay this this is real clear uh the desire that men have will always be greatest to please you, support you, whatever. Before you have sex, once you have sex and more sex, men settle down. So even when you're having sex, don't do too much. Okay, the, like one woman I'm counseling, she just has this huge, wonderful relationship. The guy only he's out of town; he comes once on the weekends, and they just have the best sex ever. I said that's because you got six days in between biologically, they've done this study. If a man has sex on the weekends and waits six days to have sex again, his testosterone will become 50% higher. Just that, okay? That, and every time he's in your presence and his testosterone goes up, he bonds more with you. If he's in your presence and his testosterone doesn't go up, he starts to doubt his bond. It starts to break down. It doesn't build. So you want to create opportunities and know that it's very natural. Next point. When men want to be close to you, they get what they want, or they're just, even if they don't have sex, but if they have sex, it's, it's, it's exaggerated. And what's exaggerated is this tendency to want to get close. And once they get close, yeah. they will pull away. It's an instinctive tendency to pull away. Now, if he's way on his female side, he may not pull away. Mm-hmm. He, and he, and you're way on your independent side, you might already be a little pulling away. <laughs> so he might become upset. You're not giving enough time and energy and right? why? Set your boundary. Don't give more than you're getting. Don't give sympathy for a man seeking sympathy or using feelings to enlist you to do more for him. Disgust, but he still could be the right guy. He needs to be transformed by a wise woman. Bring out the best in him. Because men are being taught, share your feelings, express your feelings. Well, when men express their feelings, estrogen goes up, testosterone goes down. Unless their estrogen is high, that means they're feeling really good. Then they can express feelings like, I love you. You're beautiful. I want to be with you. I have such a good time with you. I feel so lucky to know you. This is amazing. I think about you all the time. See, this is, this is him being on his female side. Now, women say, no, no, I want him to talk. I, when he's ignoring me, I want to tell me what you're feeling. What you're hoping when you say, tell me what you're feeling is you like me. You love me. You care about me. I'm important to you. And you're not mad at me. You're, you're not thinking about somebody else. This is why women think, oh, I need a man to open up, open up. What you need is a man to help you open up. And you open up by being able to share feelings inside. And that's a whole trap. Because if you share feelings inside about the relationship, that's danger zone. And women always say, let's talk about the relationship. <laughs> it's just-
0: Don't say that, right? Don't say that. And Joe-
1: Just out of there pick it up. But what you can do, be patient, realize when you need to talk about the relationship, you are feeling insecure. It's not that he, sh- he should open up and share what's going on. He will, particularly men do it through their actions. You know, it, there's a song, it's in a kiss, it's in a kiss, but it's also in his act, actions, his attention to responding to your requests. So requesting is very, very important that you not have a, a, a romantic uh irrational belief system, uh which is if he loves me, he'll know what to do.
0: No, no. You, you gotta tell him. And He's John, I know, tell. I know you you you're like truly a master at this. You can talk about the relationships always. It's just like women's dream. And I know for women who want to take it deeper and learn more from you and really dive dive deep with you, you have a special gift for our audience. Do
1: the special oh, gift. care what it is. You go to marsvenus.com forward slash gift, and it's a free class with me, and there's a lot of other free things at my website. I invite you to be there, and I thank you for this lovely interview. Thank you.
0: And before we conclude, if there is one thing out of all this juicy, delicious conversation we had today, one thing that you want every woman to walk away, what would it be?
1: I want every woman to know God is by your side, and as you open your heart more and more, God will deliver to you the right guy.
0: Thank you so much, John. If you love this podcast, please leave a review and share what's been most valuable to you. Simply scroll down, tap to rate and click to write a review. We're giving away a $25 Amazon gift card and we'll announce a winner picked at random next week. Thank you so much.